How much time do you want for your progress? Progress. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Clatter Chatter on Things That Matter, the podcast that is intellectually engaging, theologically reflecting, encouraging sociologically, imagining ways in which we can live. Thank you for spending this short amount of time with us. We promise you that you will not regret a moment of it. Shout out to Trevor Smith and V.J. Herbert for commissioning this fantastic music to get our minds going on things eternal, positive, and fulfilling life's purposes. Today is Thursday, May 26, 2022, and it is a hope that we still believe that everything will be all right. Since last we met, Dr. Hayes, we've had two mass shootings in in 10 days. Uh, We still have this hope that everything is going to be all right. Come on, just greet us today. Well... We have to believe, we have to hold our hope, as they say, because if we if we don't, then we will be rendered immobile. And uh, at, this is a time when we really need to, after we grieve properly, we need to get up and develop the plan to change the future so that what has caused all this to happen will not be so easy to do. Um, I think when when you see children, I think it's what, it's what hurts the most is that children are being killed. And um, there's something insidious about the whole idea of killing children who really have no power to hurt you or to help you. Um. What's behind that? And I think that's what we want to try to get to. I I agree. And I, I just, you know, we worship the Second Amendment. I think it's the right to bear arms and guns we trust. But I I am I believe that the nineteen children and the two teachers are amongst the greater cloud of witnesses in the ancestral realm and they're okay. My heart hurts for the children that survived, that had to see and experience that manner of carnage. Their lives have been forever changed. God have mercy on those children who have to grow up remembering the rat-a-tat-a-tat-a-tat-a-boom. Same thing in the grocery store in, in Buffalo, New York. To have to live, to rehash the PTSD behind those that that have to somehow put the pieces together and muster up the courage to just live. That's a struggle, Dr. Hayes. It's the survivors. Yes, it is the survivors, but I, I have to I always see these things in a broader con uh, uh, 
uh, construct because there are children all over the world that have had to witness carnage um, because there are all kinds of wars and abuse going on around the globe. The thing of it is, America, in its concept of exceptionalism, has managed to shield its people from the kind of carnage uh, that other nations may experience. But here we see this whole idea of Greed, and that is what is at the bottom of all of this, that companies see an opportunity to make more money. Therefore, we have to figure out how to sell more guns. And when we sell more guns, then we sell more ammunition, we make more money. But the result, the end result of your making all of this money is that you have made a mess of our world. What do you need a gun for if you're never going to shoot it? Why would you buy a, why would you buy a weapon of war, an automatic gun, if you didn't intend to use it? I mean, I'm sure we can, We could shoot at empty cans and bottles, but really? You don't need an AK-47. You can do that with a BB gun but but here's or a slingshot and some rocks. But here's the thing. When we follow the money, and this is the problem that I have when I hear folks say mental health, and then I turn on the TV and I see commercials advertising, Medicines for bipolar one, bipolar two. I think it's all tied in there together. If we declare folks mentally incapacitated, big pharma makes money because they're coming up with these drugs. Gun makers are making money because they're selling these AK-47s because we're trying to retaliate and defuse and everybody's going to be walking around with AK-47s to protect their property, aiming teachers with guns. Teachers and I train to shoot. It makes no sense. And if we keep saying people have mental health issues, there are people who have legitimate mental health issues that are on medication and they're not thinking about causing harm to anybody. This is evil bullshit. Well, it is evil. and, and And the seat and the root of the evil is what captures the minds of the rich. Now, we don't think they have, but that's a mental illness to me, that making money means more than human life. I don't care how many people die. We'll just make these pills, and and, and they'll think that makes their pain go away, and we'll just sell them, and the more pills they take, the harder it's going to be. Uh, for them to get rid of the pain so they'll have to buy more pills. And we advertise, we've opened up the internet so that we can we can advertise even to children now um, more readily. We can get, get into the ears and the hearts of our children and, and, and create a mindset that 
killing is okay. That you can't cope with life. So the way you do it is you go and avenge your pain by causing somebody else some hurt. The boy oh, shot deep. his grandmother. What kind it's of? Deep. It's deep. That's what I'm saying. And we're, we haven't begun uh, to get to the bottom of all of this. And it, and the, the people who are making money off it don't care. And the other boy went to the grocery store 200 miles to target black folks. This is crazy. I mean, America is crazy. You think he thought that up all by himself? No, it's the indoctrination. It is that level of vitriol that has been part of our political system and the highest gun sale rate increased. I'm not making this up. When President Obama got elected. Because the very first thing the gun toters and the NRA, the lobbyists said, they're going to take our rights away. The Second Amendment, arm yourself. You saw all of these gun shows just popping up all over the place. And now you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. It's out there. And and all of these little, I don't know, Dr. made They've made the other your enemy as opposed to uh, having it be exposed that it, it's not really the other that is your enemy. It is the powers that be who hold your day-to-day life in their hands and who manipulate you any kind of way they want to in order to deepen their coffers and keep the money flowing. They stay up all night long thinking up ways to manipulate the general population because people so don't they pit think. us against each other. Mm-hmm. We'll keep them, we'll have them killing each other. And then they won't spend so much time looking at what we're doing. And we can just go free because now we got them shooting and killing each other. We'll drop the guns from war. You know, from from the Halliburton fiasco, we, we, we got to do something with this military gear. So how about we put it in in neighborhoods that were created without cul-de-sacs? Because if you got a cul-de-sac, you can't drive a Humvee. And so, you know, we get the Ferguson with the militarized police. We got the intersection of historically black neighborhoods now with interstate systems to make it accessible. Just in case we have to have martial law. And we have to have, you know, um, uh, 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 to, to take out a whole group of people. We can we can put our our military uh, Humvees in, in these black neighborhoods to handle the people. But I'm not going to drive it into the, the cul-de-sac because I can't turn this big vehicle around. But I can drop those AK-47s, you know, and I can have them shooting each other. One of the things that Governor Abbott said that upset me to no end. There are more homicides in Chicago than school shootings in Texas. Man, go sit your ass down someplace. Are you kidding me? You're going to use that? You're going to actually say that on a day that you have people killed. And we we have adopted that attitude, too. Every time (sighs) we bring up what's going on in the the world, in the country, they say, well, what what about us? Black on black crime. Black on black, yeah. That so <laughs> they have brainwashed us real good into thinking that we can be like the oppressor. It's not us. 
they're not going to bother me because I'm living in a gated community. I voted for, you know, against my own entrance because I'm like a Herschel Walker. I could say uh, uh, CPR instead of CRT, and I can, you know, come on, man. Are you kidding me? We're going we gonna to fall for the okie doke because some we. Of, some of us will, <laughs> Reverend. Some of us will because we're so gullible and so easily led. And that's 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 the result of ignorance. When we when we allow ourselves to be ignorant, then we can be led around by most anybody. Or we, we can be pumped up because of our ignorance and our ego need. So thing. so if you stroke my ego enough, you give me a platform, you give me a mic, you say my name a few times, then I have satisfied. Yeah. That ego. It still comes out the same. Ignorant. If I say things to you and you know it's not true, I'm just pumping you up. What is that it's still a lie. It's a lie. And we we love the lie. It makes us feel good for some reason. And so we buy it. And then we run with it for a long time until eventually we figure out, no, they really don't like you. They really don't intend for you to be equal with them. They really do not want you to be at the level they are. And as soon as you try to break out of where they have you, you will find out that you are expendable. Mm -hmm. It's deep. And here we are once again, nearly halfway through 2022, still in a pandemic with some monkeypox running around, gas prices almost $5 a gallon to some, and some places it's over $5 a gallon. If we don't straighten out Capitol Hill, if, if you don't, because that's the seat of power. And when you give power to evil men and, I, and women, the welfare of the people will never be addressed. And they all want to keep their jobs. They all want to keep being reelected. But they all like that money. It comes in for their coffers when they do their campaigns. And so the companies that donate to them dictate to them <clears throat> what laws can be passed. It's all a farce. It's almost and you get a few people up there who want to do the right thing and they get swallowed up. It's like this phrase, it's more likely to obfuscate people than to enlighten them. And that's where we are. It's 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 easier to keep folks in a place of obscurity, not being clear, than to say we are in an era of enlightenment. Let the epiphany light come on in your head and heart. In your soul. In your soul. Man, uh, you know, so I think America is on its way down. And it's going to be going down for quite a while. And... Uh, all of this uh, America's back. No, America's not back. 
America will never be back. But Dr. Hayes, think about the number of, and this is the thing that gets me, and I have to go back to history, because as we were talking in Bible study tonight, to have this cultural memory, this generational cultural memory that's shared to contextualize today, I think about all of the innocent children who were lynched in this country, on these shores, hanging as strange fruits. This has not been a great country from the very beginning. And unless we tell the truth and shame the devil, we're going to constantly have blood on our hands. And what is so hypocritical is the unmitigated gall to have on the God of currency, the money, in God we trust, and not protecting the least among us, the children. That's the reckoning day, but we never have. When you could have kids in the cotton fields as slaves, or, or raping them so they could create an economy and be a breeder for you? They're, they're, they're a commodity. That's, that's, what it, that's what it all is. And a commodity is something that, that you can reap gain from. As simple as that. If we would quit thinking that people care when they don't, it would help us a lot. They don't care. You can tell by the way people act and the things that they do, whether they really care. It's not lip service. It's, it's what you do. And let's face it, they don't care. And so we have to stop treating people like we're dealing with people who care about us. And there's only one thing they understand. That's power and money. We don't have any money, but we do give them power when we vote them into office. And if we don't get serious about putting some people in office who at least will do a minimal amount to protect and advance the general masses of people in this country, we're going to stay in trouble. We're going to always be in trouble. And when you, a Mitch McConnell, I don't, for the life of me, I don't understand how a man like Mitch McConnell continues to get reelected. But he has no fear that he'll be reelected. He's put, he's put money in the right places. That's all, that's all you can say. He has put money in the right places to assure that he retains power. And the only way you're going to overcome it is to put some people in office who will not succumb to his threat. It's deeper than using the um, the phrase that I often quote from Job, that the wicked will cease from troubling and the weary will be at rest. 
The only way that will happen is if we get out and vote. Vote the wicked out. Vote the wicked out. We don't have, we can do that. I say all the time, God left us in charge. I don't, but we fail to take authority over the evil acts of the enemy. We will not do it. We will not stand up. And, you know, we don't have to be aggressive. Just stand up and hold people accountable. I was thinking today, I said, how hard, how hard it is for us to hold people accountable. That's hard work. And that once even, we vote you in to be in your office every other week to find out what you are doing with the power that we have given you, mm-hmm. what are you doing to change the lives of the people in your community that sent you here mm-hmm. to represent them, not yourself, mm-hmm. not your party, not your country even, but the people in your district who voted you in. So here's what I want to say. There's one person Uh, And she's from uh, the first congressional district in the state of Missouri. And she's 45 years old. And her name is the Honorable Corey Anika Bush. Bush. She's Mm -hmm. both clergy and a nurse. Just received Mm -hmm. an honorary degree from our alma mater. Mm -hmm. I was a commencement speaker. But you know what she's done for the first congressional district? As a junior congresswoman, recently elected. She has put more money in that congressional district in a short amount of time because she's representing the people that elected her Absolutely. than they have ever had or that any other congressperson has done in recent history. She's doing it. And that's what I'm talking about, holding that's what we need. accountability. We need more, more like her. But you see, the average person has never had the struggle that she's had. Mm-hmm. That's why I say there's value in the valley. <laughs> there's value in having had to struggle in your life. Because then it puts you in touch with the feelings of others. These people who were born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Or have forgotten never, about it. Or who have, have forgotten about it. Or have for anything. Or for, and, and Been there too long know, and forgot what a struggle they is. They don't want you to know where they really came from. Mm-hmm. They're perpetrating. Mm-hmm. But she has no secrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she'll tell you outright the things that she has been through which helps her to be empathetic empathetic Mm -hmm. and compassionate. This is what we need from our leaders, Mm -hmm. empathy and compassion to care enough to try to make life better for the communities that you serve. But that sounds like hogwash now. It does. They don't have those values anymore. I have to love me enough to love my neighbor. And how do I love my neighbor? By caring. Dr. Hayes, I'm going to say this because I saw something and it was a deflection. 
I see your fingernails. I see your hands. You got them nails taken care of. <laughs> we got to end on a good note on hope. <laughs> and your nails reminded me that the nails that our Savior had for being a compassionate guy who stood up on the side of justice for everybody, especially those who have been marginalized. Your red nails reminded me of the hands of our of Jesus in history mm-hmm. who cared so much they killed him. Who loved unconditional, they killed him. They yeah. would be the empire and the religious leaders. And he threatened the power structure. See, this is what gets you killed. It does. But if you're not willing to die for something, then you never be you'll never live for anything. And so shout out to Kim who took good care of me at the Central West End nail salon. <laughs> She was gentle and compassionate. She knew I was a woman of age. And I've never had anyone serve me quite like that. So when I go back, and I will go back, I'm going to ask for Kim. Because she showed you mercy. She showed me mercy. She took good care of me. Kindness. A stranger. Kindness. Mm-hmm. That's who our life. So she didn't talk a lot. She just did, did the business. What she did. And so, as you were saying, the deaths of these most recent mass shooting victims is the sacrifice of an incredible love for us to remember, and they're living. Even if it was a short amount of time, it's not in vain. And if we change the narrative around to say they're forever living, forever young, everywhere all at the same time as the greater cloud of witnesses, you may think you have taken this mortal who's now taken on immortality. Death, oh, death, where is your sting? Brave, where is your victory? There is none. There is none. There is none. So for anybody who would think they could hurt somebody, let me tell you how God's righteousness can avenge all that is evil every time. Every time. We overcome evil with good. And we overcome hatred with love. There's no other way. That is the only way. The only way. When you care enough to give your very best, mm-hmm. God will do the rest. Mm-hmm. And what did Jesus say? You're not taking my life. I lay it down. I lay it down. I lay and I'll it take down. it up. And I'll take it up. And as a matter of fact, we live because God has breathed breath into us. And when God decides to take the breath away, 
That's when we return back to God. So all of you who want to kill somebody, guess what? You don't have that power. You don't have the power. We're all here for a little while. And the question still remains, what will you do with the time that you have? On that note, Dr. Hayes, our time is well spent. It has been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor to have you join in with us today. Remember that everything will be all right until we meet again. Stay safe and well.